Welcome to the GT Reboot. This week, Bungie announced some details for Destiny 2's console beta. Blizzard also made some announcements, one revealing their most highly anticipated hero, Doomfist, and also some details on their next Hearthstone expansion. Also, Mike this week talks about his move to the UK, and we're so excited to talk about all these things with you. Let's boot up! We had like the electrical awesome. desks that move up and down. Oh, I want one so bad. I want a standing yeah. desk. Oh, sitting yep. all the time, can't stand it. Want one so bad. Yeah. I just ordered one on IKEA. It's crank instead of either uh, one. But it, it was only like three hundred bucks. You should you should yeah, look man. at it on I, IKEA. I probably will. well. I hate IKEA. I hate IKEA because that's my life. My life is IKEA. Like it's right. surrounded yep. by IKEA. And I know what you mean. I can't wait to get a real desk one day, and actually burned this like i i i think about it i think about inviting my friends over or bringing it to like <laughs> some like a bonfire and breaking this desk and just burning it because it's so conducive to burning because it's such a cheap piece of wood that like will break easily mm-hmm. and that's why i think of it it's probably like half mdf and like half crappy wood yes it's all those yeah. things for sure so that's that's what I think of on my days off. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to another episode of the GT Reboot. My name is Joe DeClara. I am finally once again joined by my co-host and friend from the UK now, editor-at-large, one Mike Pierce. Mike, how are you this week? I'm good, Joe. Thank you. I'm good. Yeah. I feel like we could call you, you're not official title editor-at-large, but since we're a remote functioning uh company i feel like any of us could be called editor at large but i mean you are you're so at large now that we should probably give the title to you if anyone yeah editor maybe maybe editor abroad how about that editor abroad i feel like that's the same thing i feel like that is it literally the same it kind of is <laughs> it kind of is yeah yeah i think it just gets the well i don't know abroad abroad doesn't that sort of mean like you're at least you're in a different country yeah abroad is specific to being in a different country editor at large just means you're removed from the actual offices uh yeah i'll be editor abroad for now sure so editor abroad mike pierce is here mike it's good to have you back i'm glad we can now get back to uh the roots of our show that is joe declare mike pierce running the show uh, hopefully we get everyone back on though with this new time schedule. It can be a little uh, strange since we have now the five-hour lapse between us. Or I'll just have to become um, like a complete night owl. You know, stay up till four a.m. or something so I can podcast with you guys. Yeah, or wake this up is, at four. It's one or the other. Yeah, that'll be either way. We'll we'll figure it out. If I woke, oh, yeah, okay, yeah. She so woke oh, up God, at four. Sounds, yeah, man. I don't even know what that means. Yeah. That means we'd be very up very late. You'd be up very early. So. That means that would kind of suck for all of us, except except for Zach, because Zach is West Coast. Yeah, That'd be okay so for many, Zach. Yeah, I think I think we're in a good space now. There's enough East Coast guys that we can get them on uh, for a morning right. show, uh, maybe a little earlier. So that if they're going to work, doing a day job, uh, then mm-hmm. they could hop on, talk maybe even on the phone. We'll figure it out. It'll be a good time. But uh, before we do that, we're going to talk about news this week. It's funny. We were supposed to record this on Thursday, the 6th of January. Today is uh, Friday the 7th, and obviously we'll be airing on Monday. But if it were 
us recording yesterday. It would have been a no news week. We would have had nothing to talk about really. But this week now, there's plenty to talk about because all in one day, a lot of news dropped. First bit of news we'll talk about is Destiny 2. Uh, the console beta was uh, announced and detailed. Uh, it'll be airing this month uh, from July 21st through July 23rd. And for any console owners on PS4 who pre-order the game, they'll get the console access, beta access early on July 18th. And then Xbox One owners who pre-order will get it on July 29th because uh, PlayStation is a bunch of chumps who want <laughs> to uh, just keep people from playing content and playing things early. So that's hilarious. But anyway, we're getting a console beta for Destiny 2. And um, I'm excited because I want to see uh, what changes they made to just the core gameplay, if anything at all. I, from what we're looking at, I'm pretty sure it won't be. But, uh, Mike, are you at all excited about Destiny, having not been a Destiny player yourself? You know, I, I, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say, and I can't really say why, but I'm going to say yes, actually. Um, because it was super popular the first one was super popular. I know it didn't start that way, as you've as you've explained to me many times. It had a bit of a bit of a rocky start, but it kind of gathered steam. And um, and I had some friends who played it very very passionately. And uh, I don't know. I feel like there's got to be something that I'm missing. So I'm I, I'm tentatively excited. I might I might give it a go. Well, if when you say if there's got to be something you're missing. Uh, chances are what you're missing is the, the good shooting, but otherwise it's stuff that you've experienced anywhere else. Uh, it's an MMO shooter, so it's an MMO and you'll definitely be familiar with the format and stuff. But I mean, I love destiny. I played and hours and hours of destiny though. Uh, mm -hmm. I'm not a hardcore destiny player, even though I threw in like 200, 300 hours of the game. Uh, the hardcore players are like a thousand hours plus, uh, generally speaking. So yeah, that would definitely be some of my friends for sure. Yeah, and that's 100%. like, it's funny that that's a norm. Like, this was their game to play. Uh, and it's also the way that Destiny is kind of casually just you're playing the same stuff over and over. And it can also, instead of being irritating, though it is often, it ends up being very therapeutic in a way and very zen. Like, you just jump in, hop on with your friends and play the same thing again. Like, you know the routine. And sometimes it's just a little different. But you know, it, you fall into this cool groove of that routine, waiting for the next raid and stuff like that. But um, this definitely still looks very similar to Destiny. And the more I see from it, uh, the more it looks like Destiny and the more concerned I get. The question now is how much of this open world is going to be different? And is it going to be enough to pull new players, uh, to pull old players in? I'm definitely going to play. Uh, because I have been a Destiny fan before, and I'm curious to see what this one's like. But I'm worried that they're gonna try; they're gonna fool me twice here. But we'll see. Right. Uh, but yeah, from what the beta is gonna be, it's gonna be similar to the first beta from the first game, uh, though a lot more content. It's gonna give you some multiplayer action. Gonna give you a Sorry, a strike, and it's going to let you play through the first mission of the game. So a lot of this has been playable at 
expos and at uh, events, like press events before now, uh, one of which Travis Northup, our editor, went to and got his hands on the new multiplayer mode and uh, the PC version and the strike that was demoed. And that all, I assume, is going to be in the beta, as well as this first mission, which I think uh, our folks at the away team at E3 got to play. So all this is going to be stuff that other folks have played. Now everyone on consoles will be able to play it. No one on PC will be able to play it until it comes out on PC <laughs> over a month after. Over a month after it comes out on consoles. So That's crazy. Yeah. So, Mike, I, I'm curious. How are you going to be playing Destiny if uh, you were to make a prediction? I think... As it, I, I don't know. I'm assuming that a lot of people do this the same way, but a lot of it's just going to depend on what my friends do, hmm. you know. Because I don't want to. I don't like, especially with MMOs. I'm not a solo MMO player at all. So, the experience for me, whether it's good or bad, is very much dependent upon whether I get to play with friends or not. And so that generally determines the format that I that I choose to play it on. So if if my friends play it on PC, I'll play it on PC. If my friends play it on Xbox, I'll play it there. Um, I don't know if I'm going to get a PS4 or if I'm going to wait for whatever this, presumably this competitor to the Xbox One X is. If that is even in the cards, I don't know. I haven't heard anything about it. But um, what, like a, a PS4 competitor? No, no, no. Like a like a, a competitor so, to the Xbox One X. You said. What do you mean? Exactly, yeah. So something from from PlayStation that's you know super powered hardware like yeah. the Xbox One. X's. Yeah, no, I can't. I can't imagine anything is in the works besides the PlayStation Five, which I assume is in Cer- the works. Right. Yeah. Certainly not for this year, at least, because they haven't even said anything. But uh, yeah, I don't know. It's it'll be PC or Xbox, obviously, and I just don't know where my friends are going to go. So if they go on PlayStation, then I guess I just won't be playing Destiny. That's pretty much sure. That's pretty much a slam dunk answer right there because yeah. I'm not buying a – I doubt I'm going to be buying a PS4. Sure, so. sure. I would suggest – this is just a little off topic, but I would suggest jumping on the PS4 now. Now that you have your fresh start in front of you, which we'll get to really? later. Yeah. I, I really suggest the PS4. I mean, if your friends are on Xbox, like you said, it is a very clear answer and has been – ever since online play has been a thing. Uh, you should right. go where your friends are. Uh, PC is obviously the best because like I haven't been a PC player for a long time, but I can recognize it being the best. And I'm considering getting it on both. Uh, well, my friends are on Xbox. I wish they were still on PS4, but they moved to Xbox for reasons that sounds crazy. But um, <laughs> and anyway, they uh, so I would probably get it for Xbox, but I'm considering getting it for PC as well, which probably tells everyone that I'm definitely going to play Destiny in some capacity because I'm considering getting it for two consoles, uh, which a lot of right. hardcore players do. Actually, it's not uncommon. Um, but I mean, I just I have love a disturbing the idea. amount of games for two different consoles. Sure, I yeah. really do. Yeah, it's a yeah. sad addiction for us uh, enthusiasts. But yeah. I mean, Destiny does. I mean, 60 frames. Uh, on Destiny sounds incredible. Mouse and keyboard on Destiny sounds incredible. I have a new right? list of friends who, like, I've had old friends who have been on PC who've been trying to convince me to play PC forever that I now have waiting for me to play uh, right. PUBG or Overwatch or whatever they're playing most nights of the week. So uh, I have a roster of folks that I could try and indoctrinate into the Destiny uh, community and then play on right. PC. But yeah, 
uh, I suggest getting the PS4 for the sake of the exclusives because that's just where so many of them are. So many of the great ones came out this year and last year. Uh, so I would suggest it to you, but it, you gotta go where your friends are because that's that's what makes games great, of course. Yeah, well, I'm definitely. I mean, I'm I'm sure that I'm gonna get an Xbox One X this winter. Mm. Uh, but you're gonna get the Xbox One X, really? Yeah. Well, I mean, I have no Xbox now, so I, I mean, why wouldn't I? Well, because it's more expensive. Like you could get the Xbox One S for what? It's like two fifty some some places. Isn't that right? Like I don't even uh, two hundred even. I think 200. I was at Costco. Yeah, I yeah. think two hundred. Two hundred. I think. So you can save yourself three hundred dollars right there. So yeah, what, but I could get a super high performance one. <laughs> you know. Okay. Why not? No, I agree. I I haven't heard anyone yet excited for the Xbox One X, but I I hope that people are because I want Xbox to do well. But I was well. Curious. To be fair, I mean, I'm 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 in a unique situation. You know, like if I. Uh, I don't know. Would I? I don't know if I would have gotten it if I ha- if I wasn't forced to sell my Xbox and PC. Maybe I would have, um, but definitely now that I have virtually nothing except for this laptop that I'm holding right now, Xbox One X is definitely on my radar because I don't want to buy something that's necessarily behind. So I just want to get get the, the the fastest, highest performance thing I can right away. I mean, if you want the highest, most best performing piece of hardware. It's probably sounding like a PC, so you wouldn't get a PC. Well, I'm no, I'm gonna do both. Yeah, so. gotcha. We're, right. we're gonna have to revisit this conversation. I'm, I'm very interested. <laughs> All right, Destiny Two. I'm still curious. I want to see what the real stuff is, uh, what the new stuff is. Uh, so we'll be back on that. Uh, to talk a little more news, the rest of the news this week, uh, it's kind of self-explanatory, so we don't have to discuss it too much. One, uh, Blizzard made a couple of announcements, as they do, they normally do this. They've recently been doing this thing where they just release new uh, announcements for each of their different platforms and games. Uh, and yesterday they did this, uh, one with Overwatch. Uh, Doomfist, the long-rumored, long-anticipated uh, new attack hero in overwatch has been revealed officially revealed uh confirmed and is now playable in the ptr uh he is an aggressive uh character in the attack uh, or offensive uh grid and he is very cool to play as i tried him out myself he's got obviously the his titular Doomfist uh gauntlet i forget what it's called but anyway it does a super cool move where you can launch forward and do kind of a falcon punch that you can charge up and go further and hit harder the longer you charge does a great little koyuken ryu style uppercut where he launches (laughs) himself up into the air and from there he could do another ability which is from the air hit e or hit uh rb or whatever you're playing on it's an alternate ability where if you're in the air you can come smashing down onto players and incapacitate them or uh, draw them closer to you uh as jeff kaplan says and then uh, a bunch of other abilities he's a very cool very offensive character he hails from nigeria a west african uh character from overwatch uh and yeah he's cool to play as so far so it's been a long time coming actually but uh mike you are a newcomer to the overwatch scene so did you know about doomfist and the whole narrative leading up to his announcement and stuff Uh, no i'll be honest because i you know as you have you sort of suggested i've been out of the whole overwatch thing basically since it launched until 
I don't know, what would you say, a month and a half, two months ago is kind of when I started getting into it. About, yeah. And um, I don't really get into, like, the the lore and, like, the the backstory and all this other stuff for the characters. I just want to play the game and enjoy it. And so I was completely ignorant of anything to do with Doomfist hints or uh, speculation or anything. So this is complete news to me that this guy's even out. And now that I've been like out of the realm for the better part of three weeks, I'm even more surprised. Like, Hey, here I am. And there's a new character. Cool. And now that would sucks because now I don't have a fucking PC to play it on. And I'd really like to try this guy because he sounds like my kind of a character. I like, uh, I'm not good at really anything except DPS. It seems like so far, probably because I'm not a great player yet. Mm. Um, but uh, I like the idea of this getting... It sounds like he's a melee character, but he has ways of getting himself right into the middle of the fray very quickly, and then this sort of like jump-up thing and slam-back-down that you were talking about. So that is exactly sounds like a sounds like a really sweet character, and it sounds a little bit to me, too, like if you got, if you got really good at it, you could chain those attacks together. Yeah. You know, um, like you could charge in, hit a few people then pop up in the air and then smash back down again. And as long as your team was playing well, you could probably crush the whole other team in one, you know, in one coordinated move. If you guys were all good at it. Um, yeah, it doesn't, at least that's what I'm picturing. Yeah, in my it doesn't head. take, didn't take long when <laughs> I was trying them out. It didn't take long for me to figure that out and uh, start doing those chains of, well, it took me a little longer than I would, than I like to admit because I was playing first on Twitch live. Uh, so my, for right. my very first, uh, hot off the chart in uh, immediate uh, hot off the press immediate impressions and uh so i was terrible at them at first but then i played an extra hour or so after uh i went off the air and i did start chaining those abilities together it's a cool character yeah definitely and what's he, what's his ultimate his ultimate is called meteor strike and he launches up into the air uh he's out of frame but you get a little reticle on the ground and you just move mechanically uh across the map uh, not across the map, but just across your immediate area. And it gives you a large uh, circular reticle area of effect that he's going to come smashing down and incapacitate anyone around him. Kind of like Reinhardt's ult. You know Reinhardt, the guy with the sledgehammer? And yep. so his ult is like he sends a nice little beam of just knocking down people uh, in mm-hmm. front of him for like 10, 20 feet. And people right. just get impa- incapacitated. Then he can run up to them and finish the job. Mia Strike is the same, but more circular. And I think it does a little more damage when he comes down. Uh, okay. So it's cool. He's a very brute force character, but very agile. Um, he's also got a cool little shotgun thing that's like uh, equipped to his knuckles. He's a super like uh, brofist, like killer character. Like uh, definitely very... Uh, I I don't know. He's way more not cliche. I, I don't want to say, but he's definitely a much cooler off the bat character uh, hmm. for anyone who fan of like action and like push and just aggressiveness uh, than some of the other characters. Like Arissa was the last character that came in, and I think me and you played Arissa in the uh, in the PTR or maybe uh, when she was already out of the PTR. She was the tank character that's like looks like a bug and is really ugly looking. Oh yeah, I hate that. Oh, I hate. Yeah. She's one of my least favorite characters. Really, to, at least to play against. Yeah, I sure. cannot stand it. Yeah, that that annoying. She's the one that can like kind of jump up in the air, right? She has like rockets or whatever. No, that she no, can no, no. Ride. That's that's Farah. Different. Uh, no, no, no. Not, I know Farah is like the angel sure. kind of looking one, but um, the, you're talking to the big sort of bubble robot thing, right? Bubble Robot is an interesting way 
I don't know. Maybe. <laughs> Arissa doesn't There's do one. a lot of rocketing up. She doesn't go do a lot of flying up. She she shoots. <laughs> she shoots. Okay, hold Sorry. on. I gotta look this up now. How do you how do you spell her name? Orissa. Probably O R I S A. Yeah. Okay. Let's see here. I gotta make sure I'm thinking of the right one. I think I think that I am because I think this is the character that just yes okay I th- oh no 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 okay I'm thinking of a different one sure I don't know her name I, I assumed as much anyway yeah this was that yeah. was the latest character uh, right okay but and while she was cool she did not look good at all like that I think is an important feature of or of Overwatch that is so aesthetically pleasing. Uh, mm-hmm. And Arissa just was not. This character just screams cool uh, with his right. standard skin. Um, and also just his abilities are super cool. He's got a f- fist-equipped shotgun, and that's super cool. And then on his other fist, this is his main gauntlet thing that just punches and like sends him zooming into the, fu- the fight. That's a, it's a very good... Uh, it's a very good fit for Overwatch, and uh, I'm glad to finally see a character that uh, fans have been anticipating for a long time. So that was cool right, to see right. for sure. Yeah, man, I'm I'm pumped. I cannot wait. I don't I don't know when I'm going to be back on it. God, I hope like if it's more than a month, I'm going to be pissed. But we'll see. I uh, I don't know. We'll I'm see. so busy takes, now. Anyway, it, we'll see. It takes time. Really Listen, won't. regardless of what month you're in, you're always going to miss stuff. It's not miss it, but like it, you'll miss new things. So you can always just right. jump in. You know, it's fine. You, you you take your time. You're in a new land. It's an exciting time for you in the real world. Let the let the virtual <laughs> world be for a little bit. Another real quick announcement, another from Blizzard. Uh, like I said, Blizzard recently has been liking to uh, release all of its new announcements and new updates all in one go. Uh, so they did that with Overwatch and Hearthstone this week. Uh, and the most recent uh, Hearthstone update, well no, the next Hearthstone update will be called uh, Knights of the Frozen Throne. And it's got some interesting new mechanics set for it. Uh, you're going to get hero cards, which are kind of like the quest cards. Uh, you're going to be able to replace your hero with a new version of your hero and a new hero power, which is interesting, something that people have been talking about doing for a long time, or at least getting a new hero. Uh, but these cards are pretty interesting. And what's cool about it is a lot of folks have been complaining about uh, Hearthstone's recent expansion, Journey to Un'Goro, and uh, in that the quests... Uh, are all legendary cards, so a lot of new folks were locked out of the uh, more played, more popular um, deck builds that are based on these quest cards. So basically, the uh, legendary cards, these very expensive cards as far as the in-game currency is concerned, uh, were locking out new players. You, Mike, are a new player. Uh, of Hearthstone. I, I twisted your arm for a long time trying to get you to both play Hearthstone and Overwatch, and I eventually succeeded in both. Uh, but in this case... That is true. Yeah, in this case with Hearthstone, did you get any new uh, packs from the recent expansion Journey on Goro? Did you get any of the um, quests 
did you feel locked out of the game in general? Uh, well, you, those, you have to buy all that stuff, don't you? Mostly. For the most part. Technically, it's a free-to-play game. Technically, you can grind and grind and grind for ages right. and uh, use in-game earned currency to buy packs. But yeah, generally, it is designed to be purchased. So I haven't really, I haven't gotten anything from any of the new stuff. I'm still like all base game, I guess, if you want to call it mm-hmm. that. Mm-hmm. Um, and I only play here and there. I'm not super hardcore into it. So I think the chances of me ever being able to get something through grinding from one of these expansion expansion sets are <laughs> slim to none. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think I'd have to put in significantly more time than I'm putting in right now sure. to... Uh, to be able to get any of those. But it's good to see that the game is still popular and that they're still coming out with new stuff. Um, and I think it does need a bit of a... It needed a bit of a, a refresh, an ejection of some new some new content, too. But it, it would be nice if... Um, I guess kind of to your point about did I feel locked out, I, I am beginning to feel like the last few games that I've played, the, like some of the stuff that people have brought I'm just like, what the hell is that? Where did that come from? I like, how do I get this thing? You know, like, I just, I do feel a bit outclassed at this point. I guess is what I'm trying to say. Sure. Yeah. And uh, it would be nice if they evened the playing field a bit somehow. I don't know how you do that without making the people who have invested in the game feel like they've been screwed because you know if they've put all this money in and these freebies or newbies or whatever they want to call us are going toe to toe with them, then maybe they feel hard done by but so i don't know i don't know what you do at this point as blizzard but it would be nice as a free-to-play player if it felt a little more even well the the answer in my opinion is of course to make everything arena based and make it like overwatch so you're always on an even playing field and then you can spend all of your addiction money on things like skins and crap like that that uh all the kids love uh, but of course, Hearthstone is not going to do that. Hearthstone is very much a no. super free-to-play game. Makes a lot of money, I assume, for Blizzard. Uh, we saw that in last year's earnings. So right. they're doing something right over there. But I think what they're doing with this expansion uh, speaks to just that, what you were saying of uh, evening the playing field just a tad. Uh, like I said, uh, the specific quest cards from the last uh, expansion were what people were feeling locked out as a result of because mm-hmm. those were like the cards that got those were the win cards those were the things that you built up to uh, anyway instead of explaining it I'll just say that those were the cards that were locking people out and you did have to get several packs in order to get those and often if you open let's say 10 packs you were gener- you were eventually going to get run into a legendary card and unfortunately it didn't necessarily uh, confirm that, yeah, you're not going to get the same legendary card over and over. You could get duplicates of the same card, and often people did, and it was very frustrating. I've certainly run into that. Right. Blizzard recently, say a few weeks ago, uh, announced for both Overwatch and for Hearthstone, and maybe for their other games that I don't pay attention to, that uh, <laughs> anything like card packs or loot boxes, loot crates, whatever it is, everything is going to omit uh, duplicates for legendary items. Like Overwatch has legendary skins and legendary stuff, and then Hearthstone has legendary cards, and they omitted duplicates. So if you have a card or if you have a skin in your inventory and it's legendary, you are not going to run into that. It will, if you have run into a legendary, it will always be new. So with that addition 
And this new one with the new expansion, uh, you now will not get ex- uh, duplicate legendaries. And you're guaranteed one legendary with the new expansion. That's free for all players. Like the expansion, you don't have to purchase. You have to purchase new card packs, obviously. But the missions and the cards that are rewarded for completing those missions are free. So everyone Mm -hmm. will get at least one legendary card uh, from the get-go with this thing, which I think is a nice move. Like one of those cards that kind of defines the game, we assume. You're going to get one of those at the beginning. So I think that's a nice move. I'm going to, again, I am going to be hounding you about starting playing Hearthstone now that this is, this is the, now that I only have my phone to play on basically. Exactly. This is your, you have no excuse. Which is the perfect time to play Hearthstone. I guess. Yeah. Because I don't have anything else. Yeah. There's nothing else to compete with. Yeah. Just read a lot of books and play a lot of Hearthstone and you'll be living (laughs) a life, man. You're going to be good. (laughs) Right. Right. I moved, I moved to the other side of the world so that I could use my phone and my Kindle and do nothing else. I mean, that sounds, I'm not even joking. That sounds amazing to me. So I can't like getting away from here, obviously getting away from here is the uh, idea of getting away from your problems, but your problems follow you. But shit, man, books and Hearthstone all the rest of my life. I'd be happy with that. Not going to lie. Sounds pretty good. (laughs) Anyway, uh, last bit of news. We'll just, compiled together splatoon 2 uh had a nintendo direct which announced a lot of really fun and interesting uh abilities in splatoon and new features in splatoon that are coming and returning features uh but one of the interesting that came, things that came out was the more details on the nintendo switch online app for the phone so if you don't know mike uh nintendo switch does not have its own online matchmaking systems or voice chat uh, hub. This I did know. You're going to have to do this. Yeah, you're going to have to do this all on the phone. And so Splatoon... Which I think is really stupid. Yeah, I think it's just the greatest idea ever. I think there... (laughs) When have we ever seen a successful voice chat system on the console itself, Mike? It's never happened, has it? No, no, definitely not. Never. Except all the other consoles that have ever happened before. Right, except every single console. Besides that, besides that, never works. So exciting for Nintendo. Good that they're doing that. (laughs) Last bit of news: Pokemon Go is having some first uh, anniversary year event, uh, which is funny because I just don't see anyone playing Pokemon Go anymore. So now it's a good time to remember. Mm -hmm. Oh, remember Pokemon Go? Everyone used to play it. And, and how everyone talked about it going to be it's going to be a flash in the pan and lo and behold it looks like a flash in the pan that's certainly what it is i i remember people talking about it being either a flash in the pan or the future of po- like mobile gaming like everyone will play this game forever and mm-hmm. it was like one or the other and it was certainly the other yeah, I mean, it could you know it could end up being a a, a blueprint or uh, an inspiration for another game that takes the ideas of Pokemon Go and turns it into something else that's more engaging and not so much of a one hit wonder or a flash in the pan. But as far as Pokemon itself, I think it's pretty clear at this point that it is not the future, and that it is indeed a flash in the pan. Yeah, it's kind of sad. Like it was, it was just such a poorly supported game in my opinion looking back i started looking at some of those news stories that were uh surfacing around pokemon go uh besides every news story because like we all just covered it 
like white on rice because it was just such a money maker. Pokemon Go. Everyone mm-hmm. in the world was looking up stuff for Pokemon Go, so that's all you saw, and that's all we wrote about. But um, other than that, like the real stories of like support and uh, third party apps uh, supporting the game and just. A lot of weird things, like that that one legendary Pokemon that like a player did get, and the uh, developer had to like tell them to delete it, and all sorts of weird stories that came out that just show that at the beginning and where it was most vital, the support just wasn't there from the developers, and that's kind of sad that that was. I, I think the reason it it went away so fast. Mike, do I still have it's, you there? Uh, Okay, sorry. Oh. Yeah, I think you're there. You good? We're good? Yeah. Yeah, go for it. Okay. Well, no, we'll just we'll we'll be done with Pokemon there. Oh, okay. I mean, did you ever play it or did anyone you know ever play it? I played it for about all of 5 minutes. My brother-in-law had come over, I think. I don't even remember why, and I remembered at the time that he was into it and um and I didn't really know how to do it or anything, so he just said, hey, let's go outside and I'll show you how to do it. And we started walking around the neighborhood, and I thought it was the stupidest fucking thing I've probably ever played. Like, it was just, it was boring. There was nothing interesting about it. There was nothing engaging about it. Like, I don't know, I did not, I could not for the life of me figure out why it interested and entranced and entertained so many people <laughs> just like oh i could see completely easily. it I, was completely lost on me i could totally see why it was successful and i thought it was pretty brilliant like uh, the the concept it just was not well executed in my opinion it was well enough executed for it to be the huge fat it was but right. it wasn't it wasn't enough like they had great 3d models of these pokemon like they looked true to the original uh series they were based on the original series. Like they were all Pokemon that uh, kids recognized, but also uh, folks from the original generation recognized. And so everyone was down to play it. And it was in the summer and people were like down to play something that was based on going outside. And also just the fact that the novelty of walking around, seeing other people playing it because it was so popular and talking to other right. people, you know, I, right. I remember regularly uh Kay's piece on it her thought piece on it and uh how it was connecting all of us in a time that was kind of like we were in the midst of a culture war because that was around the you know um a few uh crises like uh say you know the um black lives matter blue lives matter controversies and the election and uh, gun control co- uh, controversies and all sorts of terrible things that were leading to what was est- essentially a culture war. And amongst all of this wreckage, Pokemon Go came out and everyone was outside talking to each other. And I thought that was a beautiful piece. And I wish Pokemon Go lived up to uh, Kay's you know, vision for it. And uh, in my opinion, it, it only did for about a month or two. And that's sad. Uh, yeah, I think I think like you said the the concept was good and original and I think it was great that they got people outside talking to each other and engaging with each other because increasingly these days with technology and how easy it is to do everything at home. I mean, hell, you know, I'm essentially starting a brand new house here mm. and I've 
ordered almost everything on Amazon. So I don't even need, I mean, I have, I have, you know, we got groceries today and we've done some other stuff, but the point is like, I could, if I really, really tried, I could probably have bought every single thing that I needed to function in a household without getting out of a chair and just using my phone or this computer. And I never had to go outside my front door. And, uh, you know, it's cool when a, a game, as much as I don't like it and as much as I can't stand Pokemon, uh, it's cool when any game is able to get you up out of your chair and the hell out of the house and not only outside, but interacting with other people. Yeah. So I think that's great. Yeah. Yeah. Well, there are probably at least one or two listeners who are raging right now who are still avid Pokemon Go fans because there is a lot of support <laughs> for it. There's been a lot of tail end support from the developers since, uh, when it, since it's flash as we'll call it uh and obviously this new story is the anniversary uh is being celebrated by uh the pokemon go developers uh with some kind of you know just some kind of uh, promotion stuff so there's something there for you if you're interested in jumping back into pokemon go or if you've been playing pokemon go so excited for you for that but I just keep thinking back at to what a great idea it could have been. I could talk for some reason. I could talk for hours about Pokemon go, even though I never play it. That's an interesting thing to discuss. Yeah. It is for sure. It was the biggest game of our generation. Technically. Right. Like I what think, other game yeah. has been played that much and downloaded or, you know, purchased quote unquote that much. That was probably it. Yeah. Probably. That was probably it. Yeah. Meanwhile, when trouble strikes, Lab City new heroes gather. Commander Canada and Maple Leaf. They don't take crime politely. Clover Kid, he punches stuff. Major Victory, he always leads the way. And Greaser, he's not afraid to get dirty to get the job done. These heroes come together to fight the villains of the day. The Daimyo, he will enslave you with spirit. Obsidian Jaguar, he'll do anything to become a god. Division. He splits all the profits. And Hourglass, he always has time for crime. These forces will do battle against each other in Battle for the Universe. That's it for the news. Let's uh, talk about games or talk about the lack thereof. Uh, Mike, I thought it would be interesting to talk to you and for you to talk to the listeners about your experience or just what's been going on uh, the past uh, couple weeks. Um, We've referred to it multiple times in this episode and in episodes prior, but uh, as they've no doubt figured out, you are no longer in Seattle where you right. uh, hailed from originally. You are now in the UK, somewhere un- undisclosed. No idea where you are out there. Und- yeah. Undisclosed location yeah. in the UK. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. Editor abroad, undisclosed location. Exactly. So uh, no. So I am. Go ahead. Go ahead. I was going to ask what what you want to talk about and your 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 adventure so far. Well, I don't have we have we mentioned it at all in previous episodes, or have you guys talked about it at all the last couple of weeks? I, I mean, I, I mentioned last week that you have moved to the UK. That is as oh, far okay. as we gone. Yeah. 
Okay. So, yeah, I have moved to the UK. I am there right now. I am five hours ahead of you, I believe. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm, I'm in London. I've been here since... When did I get here? I think I got here on June 28th, officially, I think. Uh, and the next 48 hours after that were like a complete blur. The, it's always... I don't know if you know, but time change going forward. So, uh, for me, I moved eight hours, eight hours ahead. That's always much rougher than when you go backwards. Sure. So, like, if I went back to Seattle, it'd be a much easier transition than coming back here. Mm-hmm. Um, so that was uh, the first like two days were brutal. But um, anyway, I yeah, I'm here in the UK and uh, I'm sitting on the floor right now because this house <laughs> is a hundred percent well, not a hundred percent empty anymore. We now have a sofa and a bed. Yeah. Uh, we still don't have a kitchen table. Uh, I have no computer, no video gaming system. I have a printer behind me because I found that I needed to start printing things uh, like tickets or return labels or various things like that. Printer, I w- did not expect that to be one of the first things. Yeah, that really. I, was gonna yeah. Get. I need a printer. <laughs> you would think, right. like, I need toilet paper. There's no toilet paper in the house, but a printer was the right. first thing, yeah. A printer was one of the first things, and um, I'm trying to think if we've got anything else notable. We've got a ton of stuff on the way at, in various levels of, you know, I think we've got some chairs actually being made at a factory somewhere, and they're supposed to get here like five weeks from now, oh, wow. and then like got big IKEA furniture dump coming like tomorrow. I've blitzed through the yard in the front and the back, and like just like I've amassed. I bet you. I bet you 400 pounds of yard waste I've probably accumulated already with how in how bad shape the yard was. Yeah. Sure. Um, so and the the big the biggest news though we've alluded to I think a couple times already is that I and I've now said it I have no computer and no Xbox. Yeah. And that was not the plan. The plan was to ship all of it so that I could just unpack it. I think I think I was going to have it arrive here a day after I arrived, and then I would just unpack it and get it all set right, up. It needed to be two day shipping and stuff, so yeah. Right. For whatever reason, I couldn't get it. I could not get like a slower shipping than that unless I went with the U.S. Postal Service. Um, and the problem going with the U.S. Postal Service is that the packages were uninsured and not tracked. So. Like you could just, they could just, you know, so cross your fingers. Your, yeah. Yeah. We just dropped your package out the emergency exit of the plane and um, we have no tracking on it and there's no insurance. So was, there goes your, there goes your Xbox or there goes your computer yeah. and too bad for you. Yeah. Nightmare. Yeah. So, uh, long story short, it did not, I'm not going to get into the, the, why it wasn't feasible to ship it other than it was just prohibitively, ridiculously expensive far more than the value of my computer and my Xbox yeah. combined. So they were effectively totaled. Yeah. Like it, it, it no longer, yeah, made sense. Right. And and that doesn't even account for potential import tax on those items. Mm. And there's not really, from what I understand, there's not really a way to know if you're going to be hit with it or not. Uh, or if there was, I couldn't figure it out. And I wasn't about to hire a lawyer to help me figure that out either. So uh, um, anyway... I got nothing except this laptop and my iPhone to play some Hearthstone. Perfect. On. You're you're set. So uh, <laughs> yeah, right. So I don't know. What do you what do you want to know? You got you got. Well, now questions? what I'm wondering so, is like uh, how I, I've been wondering like how you've been 
trying to set up as a gamer or like if you haven't played games i feel like probably you're still now in the blur of just having moved there to have any opinion mm-hmm. of like what it's like to be a gamer and not game like just to go on withdrawal for a minute so i feel like you're you wouldn't be playing games it's anyway actually, right now but uh yeah it's true it, and, and i haven't had i mean it, it, let's say i did have my computer and my xbox here i wouldn't have had time to be playing sure i like by the time i'm done with everything that we're doing each day I would have been too tired to even like the only thing I want to do is either lay on the couch and drink a beer or like zone out in front of the TV. And I don't even have a TV yet. Yeah. So <laughs> I uh, <laughs> like I can't even. So I can't one even of those do that. is out. <laughs> right. Uh, so usually it's just like lounging on the couch and drinking beer. Good. Um, which is always nice. Uh, but it it has <laughs> been <laughs> it has it has been nice actually to sort of uh, do a digital purge, I guess, sure. for a little while. Um. I miss the games a bit, I do, but uh, it's it's been nice to kind of been free and clear from from the virtual world for a little bit. It's it's been uh, healthy, yeah. <laughs> I guess is the way to put it. Sure, um, always healthy, always and so, good. And some of the experiences that I've already had are are just crazy. Like I went to, um, we found that I, this was amazing to me. The the amount of times I've been to the UK, I did not know Costco was actually here, but Costco is here. Nice, and, it made it. And thank God for that. There's <laughs> one that's not that far from us, like ten minutes from us, which I also didn't know. But you know, you go to Costco, right? And you really kind of need to have a car because you don't walk Driving out of Costco, stuff, yeah. right? You don't walk out of Costco with like three things. Yeah, at least not many people do. And so we went to Costco and we knew we were going to get a ton of stuff. So then the question is, how do you get it back to your house? Because we don't have a car. And uh, so we decided to Uber. All right. So and Uber's out there, huh? Uber's like everywhere. Uber's out. Yeah, Uber's all over the world, man. Um, wow. So we we call a regular Uber, an Uber X, and dude dude shows up takes one look at us with our two carts full of groceries because we have an empty house so we went nuts like tons of and it wasn't just groceries either it was like a box of glasses like a box of like a laundry basket sure sure. uh, it's house goods as well and um dude took one look at us as we were like waiting on the corner by the store just flipped a bitch and right out of the park oh oh, dirty oh my god that is rude (laughs) and then uh so then i was like all right Maybe we need to do an Uber XL. Did you give him a bad review so, or anything? Like, could you could you give him any kind of rating? Like, this guy wouldn't ditched let us. Me. What did you? Yeah, it wouldn't let me because he because we never actually like got into the car and accepted the ride. So he just he got out scot free. Yeah. I feel like um, there's got to be some kind of like like you know Overwatch. You get a little uh, delay timer or you get a little uh, you get some kind of penalty for bailing. I feel like you gotta get a bail penalty. For that's what his, I thought. If he accepted I, yeah. it you, and he didn't complete it, it's got to be something bad on your record for that. That's how I feel. Yeah, I probably got a bad rating though too for I don't know having too much luggage oh, or no. too maybe. No but, way, ridiculous. So then, then we, uh, then I decide, okay, well maybe we should do an Uber XL because maybe he got intimidated by like the amount of groceries. Maybe. So I try to find an Uber XL, but you know, in this country, there's not that many big cars. Like it's you know smaller sedans and compact cars for the most part. All right, because they don't like SUVs because they're right. There's not yeah. Generally, SUVs are more like if you're a bit more wealthy, 
maybe not wealthy, but your your higher income, um, and because they're also they're also just inconvenient because the roads are smaller, the parking spots are smaller. Mm-hmm. So having a bigger car really is kind of a luxury here because, uh, to be honest, it's a pain in the ass. Sure. So you're if you're, most people just aren't going to pay for it. Um, so there's not that many Uber XLs available. So I go to request an Uber XL, and it's like, no, there's not. There's just none around. Sure. And so then we wait there for like 20 minutes or whatever. And then we're like, okay, we're going to order. A, we'll go back to the compact car. So we order another Uber X. He shows up. He parks. He lets us start loading stuff into the trunk. We get halfway done loading our stuff into the trunk. And he's like, no, no, no. Too much stuff. Good Lord. Bring, oh, my God. Bring it bring it back out. Put it put it back in the Mike, cart. this was a nightmare. You guys did not plan <laughs> this through, man. Jeez. Right. <laughs> so, so then we're like, all right, what are we going to do? So I go back onto Uber, look for another Uber XL. Thank God there was an Uber XL like 20 minutes out, showed up. It was a big-ass minivan. We were able to fit everything in, and we made it back here. And, then, of course, then he couldn't park right in front of our house on the street. So then, like, my poor wife is, like, getting things out of the van and putting them on the sidewalk. And I'm, like, sprinting up to the house to unlock the door. Sure. And then I'm, like, coming back out into the sidewalk and moving fucking boxes out of the sidewalk. Meanwhile, my dog is going ape shit in the house bothering the neighbors. Mm-hmm. So. Doing great. Yeah, man. Total, total. It's craziness here. Happy craziness ending, though. Here. No, good. Happy ending. Yeah. You got a bunch of stuff from Costco. And it only took you about two hours of sifting through the entire catalog of Uber drivers. And, and <laughs> That's what it felt like. Yeah. yeah. And then I cracked a beer and laid on the couch right after that. Perfect. Uh, a uh, pastime you will come to uh, enjoy many times, I'm sure. Uh, Absolutely. As you build yep. your house. Yeah. Especially now that I finally got liquor in the house, there's going to be a whole lot of laying on the couch and drinking liquor. Well, as look, well. all I ask is that your drinking habits uh, now become conflated with your Hearthstone habits, and you start playing more Hearthstone once you're sitting on that couch and drinking the beer and consoling yourself with your with your increasingly more full house. That is, as I hope, it will be. Do you think? Do you think my skills would get any better though? I mean, don't you think that like I've heard that with, like there's that with increased drinking skill. <laughs> Well, I've heard that the I've heard, I've heard that that myth of the like peaking moment in drinking. You know, people say like uh, dumb kids playing beer pong or people playing video games or what have you. There's like this skill, like peak where you actually are more focused or more intent on succeeding when you're drinking, and just there's this very quick peak, and then everything else it just plummets immediately after that. And I've heard recently that people hmm. have done, there was some association that did research and that is actually true that like you do become hyper-focused <laughs> and like, or more, you just, you have a lot of intent to do better and you end up having better results when you're drinking. And then it all just plummets after that because you're getting drunk and you're a mess. So uh, I think you'll do well and then hopefully you will just plummet and then you'll spend money on hearthstone which is not what i suggest but i mean <laughs> the first part of it is what i'm hoping for mike if you can if you can follow me here okay yeah i will i will try to get on hearthstone a little bit more often just for you joe Great. just for you awesome awesome i also suggest you uh whenever you can uh when you get back on to uh playing video games on a real gaming hardware that isn't a phone because phone is not real gaming hardware obviously. this is true 
Uh, is this the Nintendo Switch pitch coming you right now? You gotta get on a Nintendo Switch, man. I oh, mean, the Nintendo God. Switch is just there for you wherever you are, whatever you're doing, <laughs> whatever your lifestyle is. You get a nice table, you know, you get your little, you decide, uh, you tell your wife we're gonna steal a park bench and you steal one and you bring it up to your room and you put your Switch right on the park bench and it's just there. It's got a little park bench uh stand in the back of it and you can play it wherever you are so i think what i you know what i should do according to and this is according to that switch promotional video before it came out i need to go get at whatever that basketball game is and i need to start playing the switch in a basketball court as my friends and i are playing basketball what's what's great about the basketball game and switch is that you can actually play that game anywhere like under any circumstances not exclusive to under the basketball court in real life you can play it anywhere you want uh it's I, not I quite it's, it's not thank out you for explaining yet. That yeah no to me, no Joe. that's what's great about it so uh <laughs> and that's what i've been doing i was sick a couple weeks ago when you covered for me on the podcast and I really jumped back in with the Switch. I hadn't played for a little while because a bunch of other games came out and I was on PC most of the time. Uh, So I had let the Switch uh, stand aside as I played other games, uh, which was fine. You know, I knew that that was going to be the the Switch. Uh, I remember a writer just explaining that like console releases are often like landing in a desert and we crawl from each uh, from console exclusive to console exclusive like oases in a desert and i feel like that's definitely a good uh example though the switch has had a good uh steady release period i only Mm -hmm. just started jumping onto some of those recently one of them was actually minecraft and i i had been sick and i was just inconsolable could not uh get work done could not enjoy my time at all i just had to lay there and be sick so uh, I actually was looking at the Switch, and I just wanted something uh, banal, banal, and uh, just mindless to play. So I picked up the uh, I picked up the Minecraft version of Switch of the Switch version of Minecraft, excuse me. And I actually ended up spending several hours in that game because Minecraft is a great game, and I had been waiting it for it to come to a, a portable platform for a long time, but I didn't like the the phone version. I expected the Vita version to be kind of the answer, but it was just mm-hmm. a truncated, um, minimal version of the game, and it didn't run very well. So that ended up being a disappointment. And then this came out, and I had stopped worrying about Minecraft anymore. I wasn't playing it. And now I'm several hours into my playthrough of Minecraft on the Switch, and I'm loving it because Minecraft is such a great game. And no matter what game you, no matter what platform you play it on, but now it's on my switched where i could just play it anywhere and i find that that bonus is actually like it's it is actually as cool as the promotions would have you think it is right like Mm -hmm. every gimmick that you've seen in a game console or game hardware or what have you often kind of falls by the wayside and really what you end up finding yourself attracted to are the games but now with the switch every game comes with that bonus of and it's on the switch and you can play it anywhere you want and it's actually amazing for that. Like, I had played Street Fighter, which I had criticized over and over and over for being too expensive. And it is too expensive. You shouldn't be able, have to pay $40 for a 10, 20-year-old game, which Street Fighter 2 right. is. 
and but I got it anyway, and we're because we're all suckers. Uh, <laughs> Not to be deterred. Well, I wanted, I really wanted to see what, what it was like to play a fighting game on like the train and uh, in right, like a right. restaurant or whatever. I've been making a point to break the switch out in places where you you would normally feel uncomfortable bringing video games. Like I've brought mm-hmm. it to bars multiple times, and right. it's and that's a hit. They, that's part of what it was meant for. That's exactly right, and it is a hit. Every time I bring it somewhere, anytime I'm always a little dubious of bringing it because like it's embarrassing. Mine looks like the toy it is because it has the red and blue controllers. So it totally looks like a gaming thing. Uh, And it doesn't look more mature, like say a Vita or like a phone. Uh, But every time I bring it out, you know, I'm a little worried like, Oh, no no one's going to want to play this. This is silly. Everyone's gonna be like, Oh, this guy is antisocial and can't just talk. He wants to play video games. (laughs) But every time, it is a hit. Like, Mario Kart is great on the Switch split-screen. People immediately know Mario Kart and love it, especially this generation of uh, bar attendees. And uh, Street Fighter is just the same. Street Fighter is great on the Switch because it's one screen. Do you, you know what you need to do, right, Joe? I mean, the, the, this is there's an obvious thing here. So... You need to get really good at a multiplayer game on the Switch. Doesn't it doesn't probably doesn't matter what it is. Just get super good at it. Bring it to the bar, and it'll just be like hustling pool or hustling anything else. And you can you can just like you know step right up and challenge me at uh, at a Street Fighter, and you know you buy me a drink if you lose, or or you even put money on it or something like that, and just become like a Switch hustler. I mean, go to the bar and that would right? be like, that would on. be slightly. Uh, in, uh, enticing if one I were good at video games and I could imagine spending <laughs> enough time to get uh, excellent at any one video game on the Switch and two if I wasn't worried about my Switch breaking because normally in a hustle you're just worried about you getting your face broken which I can deal with right my face uh, it'll heal oh, but, but or it'll fix switch. and then my nose is already broken so it looks silly but they will break the Switch first probably and that'll be very upset about uh, this? so yeah this is the mark of a true Nintendo fanboy right here. <laughs> Less concerned about his bodily health than he is about I mean, tru- like the actual health of his truth Switch be told, console. Truth be told, told, if one of those things broke, the Switch is probably way less expensive to replace so well that's yeah yeah Yeah. but i mean i uh you know i i just like bringing it out and uh not showing it off to people but moreover actually playing it with people and watching other people play it together and watching them light up with like that childish play of that they hadn't played normally the people who are interested in it are folks who had not played a Nintendo game. So it's the folks who would call the Nintendo Entertainment System the Nintendo, right? You, your, right your parents right. would call it the Nintendo. So I say, this is the new Nintendo. And they immediately lock into, oh, this is the new thing Nintendo's coming up with. And right, yeah. they have missed the entire narrative of the Wii U's debacle and its total failure and uh nintendo's just insane way of doing business they they're totally uh blissfully ignorant of those things so the last hit they did was the wii and they remember it being the new nintendo that was doing the new thing and here lo and behold it's the switch which is truly the answer to the wii and uh it was the wii u which was the half step between the two that just failed yeah yeah i definitely the switch is definitely like the successor that the wii Deserved the successor that that should have happened after the week. Sure, yeah, and it almost did. Yeah, yeah. it almost did. So yeah, I've been playing that. I also was playing a bunch of other games on like 
uh, trying to catch up with games. Played some Doomfist, which we got to get on Doomfist. We got to get on Overwatch at some point. I'm going to try. Uh, yeah, I'm yeah. Gonna try. Make it happen. I, but my strong suggestion, if you decide to go console, is for you to, instead of the Xbox One S, X, the Xbox One X, the Scorpio, as it were, uh, it's what, $500 it's going to be? I think so, so yeah. The Xbox yeah. I don't one, know how many pounds it is here. I have no idea. Sure, sure. The Xbox One S, let's say it's all just equivalent across the board. Let's just pretend. The Xbox One S is $200 over here, and the Switch is 300 So what you got to do, you just invest those $500 instead oh, of the super God. powerful. You just get the Switch, get the Xbox One S. You get the best of both worlds, Mike. I think that's the move. Mm, okay, well, I will. I will take that into consideration, Joe. Thank certainly, you for the mull it over as you. I love how I'm just I'm planning your whole video game future out in my mind, and you're just ignoring everything I say. <laughs> like, although yeah, this is this has been going on for a long time. I think actually, come on, be be real, Joe. You've been planning out my video. I mean, game I've been doing all now. right. I give you Hearthstone. You're you're kind of a fan of Hearthstone. I give you Overwatch. You immediately hooked locked into Hearth to Overwatch. Excuse me. I did. I did. I did. So I can't. Yeah, and actually, I haven't let you wrong. He introduced me to Battlegrounds too. I had kind of, you know, I'd played Battlegrounds in the alpha and sort of been like, eh, not really my thing, not that cool. But then you got me back into it, and now I'm like, oh my god, Battlegrounds, yes. Well, you're good you game. are gonna run into Battlegrounds again. I guarantee you. That's like a phenomenon of the year right now. That's true. Yeah, yeah. but uh, I'll take credit for it. Uh, why not? That's another I'm notch on my credit, belt. So take it. Yeah, there take it. Yeah. So I can't take go. Credit, so you can't too. go wrong following me, Mike. So you gotta go switching one S. Ooh, I don't know if I would go that far. That's, that was I a step mean, too far, Joe. I. Give me evidence of why that's true, and I'll and I'll take it. <laughs> I clearly can't. I clearly can't mess it up. All right, we're gonna end it there. We're gonna we're gonna finish it up today. Uh, Mike, thank you so much for taking time out of your uh, busy house building schedule to uh, talk to us about video game news and all sorts of fun nonsense. You're welcome, man. It's good to be able to escape from uh, well, escape from reality for a little bit and. Uh, do some podcasting and get back into the swing of things a little bit. So yeah, thank you. All right. And we'll, we'll make sure to keep this regular. We'll try and find a time that works for both of us and uh, get some other podcasters back on, of course. Absolutely. Uh, we got to get Hunter back on. We got to rehire him. That's right. That's right. And all the folks that are normally with us, but with that, ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for joining us for the gaming trend reboot. My name is Joe DeClara. You can follow all of my content by uh, reading gaming trend, of course, or by, uh, following me on Twitter at Joey Dagobonus. That's Joey Dagobonus with the D and the B switched. And you can follow Mike Pierce and all of his uh, fun musings and video game banter on Twitter at Grumpy Gamer. That's Grumpy with two R's. And uh, Mike, are you working on anything that you want to plug? Anything that you've done in the past that you want to talk about? Uh, there's nothing going on at the moment. And, I, and honestly, I don't know when there will be anything going on because I don't have a, a, a target date for a computer or a console yet. So, But it will happen. I'm not leaving gaming trend. I'm just sort of in like a... A, w- a waiting period in a limbo that does not right seem now. to uh, yeah i'm in limbo i'm in limbo and i and i don't know when the end of it is but a month two months something like that so that's fine but i'll be You'll around out every of it week soon. for podcasting perfect so. perfect sounds good and uh of course you can follow all, any of our content uh when and if and 
it comes up on uh, GamingTrend.com. Yeah. Sorry. Absolutely. If and when, well, not an if, it's a when. When it all it's shows up it's on GamingTrend.com. And uh, if you have any questions for us, any concerns, you can email Mike and myself on pod, to the email address podcast at GamingTrend.com. Uh, we are every Monday, and we will be back next Monday as well. Thank you, Mike, once again. Yeah, thank you, Joe.